episode 23. <laughs> That's fitting. First episode of 2023, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but what we're going to break down for you today is uh, what who's some people we could replace Correa with. These are star and infielders who could possibly be seen on the trade market. Um, we'll go unlikely to likely of uh, whether how likely it is the Twins would trade for them. Okay. Uh, now keep in mind these guys are rel are stars to medium stars to up and coming stars. Okay, so these guys are gonna cost a lot, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. The likelihood of them trading for any of these guys, um, it's not significantly high. Okay, I just want to get that out there first, just so uh, nobody's thinking, oh, they're gonna get one of these guys. Most likely they're not but these are definitely some options i think they should look into into replacing correa assuming he signs that contract with the mets um so yeah let's get started okay so i have five guys for you uh the first one wander franco you might be wondering why would he trade why would they trade him they just signed him to an 11 year 16 uh or 1280 million deal with a 16.5 AAV. Um well, you know, the reason is it's the Rays and who knows what they're going to do with him. Um he's through contract through the 2033 season. Um maybe the reason I'm bringing him up at all is because he was injured for a ton of last year. Um, he, he, Wander, uh, so they, he was a huge up-and-coming prospect, like, supposed to be the next Mike Trout, almost. Uh, his rookie cards were flying off the shelves, uh, extremely, extremely expensive. Uh, people were expect, he, uh, he came up about halfway through 2021, uh, he played 70 games, but he had, like, something like, I don't know, like, a, almost a 40-game uh, hit streak, just to show you how incredible this guy was. Um, and he was expected to be a huge breakout superstar this year, but he was injured. He's only played, uh, he played 70 games in 2021, but that's because he was called up, and he played 83 games in 2022. He'll be 22 in the entering this season okay um but if we look at his career stats this guy is about as good as he gets uh he's only played 153 career games so but that's about as much as a season batting average 282 ops plus 122 he had an on base percentage of 337 so he still walked uh, doesn't have only 70 strikeouts, uh, hardly strikes out at all. Um, uh, he has a slugging of 439. Okay, uh, and he steals a couple bags for you too. Uh, 10 stolen bases, but that's more than like, uh, he. I think he would lead the Twins in stolen bases. He also had uh, 13 home runs, so not quite crazy numbers. Uh, through 652 plate appearances. 
so this is a significantly above average guy. 120 OPS plus uh, with significant shortstop um, playability value. Uh, and that's through his 20 and 21 age seasons. Imagine having him in his 28, 29 seasons. That's what the Twins would get if they traded for him. I don't think it'll be likely that the Rays will trade him. Uh, I haven't even not, they haven't even thrown his name around honestly, but you know it's the Rays. He was he's been injured. He has a sl- slight injury history. I mean he was gone for most of last year. He uh, struggled a bit. I, I'm not sure how much you could really call it struggling, uh, seeing as he still had like a 277 batting average. So it wasn't like. Uh, struggle, struggle. He still had a 117 OPS plus, but you know, he what? Maybe the Rays are just they don't want to risk it because they can't because they have no money. Well, that, that's a that's a conversation for another day. Um, so Wander Franco or Wander Franco, however it is, I don't know. Uh, that is the first idea. Uh the second idea this name has been thrown around a little bit more than Franco uh, keep in mind Franco and this guy would take a haul to bring out like I'm talking a ridiculous ridiculous amount of uh, prospect capital to take out but I think both these guys would be worth it uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. The main reason the Padres have thrown his name around is because A, they are fed up with him. B, he has met, he's getting, like, he's messing around, or he's messing up the clubhouse morale. That's kind of been a rumor. I'm not sure how much it's true. Uh, they just say that uh, he's, like, ruining the chemistry of the team. And three, he has an injury history. Um, the reason they fed up with him is because... Uh, you know, he's made some bad decisions and acted kind of childish at times. Um, but, you know, uh, th- these aren't significant things you'd want from a guy who's uh, signed through 2034. Uh, he's got a 24 million AAV. So, you know, would be that. I think, yeah, he'd definitely be the highest paid player on the team. But for good re- for good reason, um, he comes, uh, he, he, comes out of his uh, uh, PED ban in May this year. Um, the main reason they're trying to trade him is because he uh, they want to re-sign Manny and they like Manny Machado better than they like Tatis, and then it would also give him room to uh, give throw more money around too. Um, Man- Manny Machado isn't necessarily going to be a free agent, but most people are thinking he'll opt out. Uh, so he's a career 292 hitter. Um, he didn't play a single game in 2022. So that's where it gets a little scary, where when he's with you for this long, you know, uh, through 2020, through 2034 season, um, how much do you want? But he's played, he's only played through 2021 and 22 year, er, years of age. Um, in 2021, though, he hit... 282, slugged 611, yeesh, and hit and had a 166 OPS plus while playing 
athletic defense, but having some throwing issues, uh, throwing accuracy issues. Nothing that you can't fix with 42 home runs. Now, the Padres, you must be wondering, why would the Padres want to move this guy? Why? Look at these stats. He is, he was amazing. What? How close, he finished the third in MVP in the National League. I mean, what, why, the, I think you've, you've got to throw up some red flags when they're trying to move a guy with these career numbers. It, it's because they just don't like him. You know, I, it's it's crazy how quickly they turned, and I thought that was a great extension, a risky one, but a great extension when it happened. Um, but uh, it's it's kind of fallen through, and they're looking to move him. Um, this would tra- take some crazy prospects. I mean, I'm talking Royce Lewis, Brooks Lee are for sure gone. And then probably two other top ten twins prospects, um, similar, maybe even more. Well, probably more than the Juan Soto deal. Um, but we get our longtime shortstop, an elite player to complement Buxton, and he has great versatility. He can play anywhere on the field. Um, the, people are trying to move him at the shortstop. I don't think he'll play shortstop next year if he's on the. Uh, Padres simply because they also have uh, three three other all-stars all-star level shortstops um but yeah I think I think he could definitely uh, fill in great shoes um but the only question is how will he bounce back and I think that's a big reason the Padres are looking to trade him our third player on this list Raphael Devers. So he's really the last uh, person from the teardown of uh, the great Red Sox team in 2018 that won the World Series. Uh, no clue what's going up in Boston. But uh, Boston seems to be a team you want to trade now, considering the Twins got the better end of the Mookie Betts deal and. The or like other than or the Twins got a better outcome in the Mookie Betts deal than the Red Sox did, and the Red Sox traded Mookie Betts. Um. So, you know, they're kind of a team like almost like you know how people say don't trade with the Rays. Now you're thinking trade with the Red Sox. Um, it would take a decent amount to get him out. He's probably got a lot of buyers, so that's, if anything, why it's unlikely. I think he might be moved, or I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's moved. Uh, I think it's about 55-45 that he's moved. Um, but if we look at his numbers, he doesn't play great for third base, but he has a 141 OPS+. plus. Um, he is a monster at the plate. Uh, in uh, he's a free agent. Um, after next year, so next year, twenty twenty three is his last year under contract. Um, he's slated to make about seventeen million. Uh, in arbitration next year, just because of his superstar level hitting, and slightly below average defense. That's you're able to. Uh, you're able to. Uh 
suck that up because um, because of that hitting. You know, this would be a bit of a problem because they've already got a logjam of DH, third baseman, first baseman, but an elite bat can't hurt. It never can hurt. Um, I believe, you know, a, a righty bat, that could really help the Twins. I, I think he's righty. One sec. Am I just, like, hallucinating or something? Oh, he bats lefty. Okay. Uh, but still, he uh, an elite bat. That would really help the Twins. You know, 295 batting average, 27 home runs. That can't be messed with. Okay. I hope, you know, I, I feel like it'd be a little bit uh, annoying to have him for so little time. He's going to get paid in free agency, you know, similar to Correa, almost, possibly. Don't quote me on that, but it, it, he's going to get a haul, probably close to the Bogart steal. Um, in free agency, so uh, it's not likely the twins would uh, the twins would resign him, but he could be a good fit just to give that lineup some extra oomph uh, for this upcoming season, uh, and wouldn't take a nuts nuts amount to draw away like Tatis or Franco would. Um, our fourth player is Willie Adamas. For the uh, Brewers, Adamas, uh, he has two years left under contract, and he's expected $9.2 million in arbitration. Um, all these arbitration numbers, by the way, uh, are projected by uh, MLB trade rumors. But he's uh, expected to make nine point two million uh, in arbitration. I think Willie Adamas is an up-and-coming superstar. Um, people are thinking that... Adamas, if he was traded, it would be with Burns or Woodruff or somebody else. It doesn't necessarily have to be. But um, Adamas is a great, 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 great defender um, with uh, still a 112 OPS plus. He hit 238 uh, and slugged 458 uh, so and an on-base percentage of 298. Um, so not the highest success aesthetically pleasing numbers uh he struck out at uh he had 166 strikeouts last year through uh 563 at bats but he still had 31 home runs so he is a huge power threat at the plate um with a good batting or a, a league average batting average and great defense uh and he's pretty cheap so what's not to like about Willie Adamas? Um, I think it would take, you know, it would take a, it wouldn't take a crazy amount to draw Willie Adamas away. Um, it would, it would take an amount. Don't get me wrong, but he would slot in nicely uh, with the Twins. He's a righty with some pop. Pretty much exactly what they're looking for. Um, I think, you know, it's either Willie Adamas or our next person are definitely the two clearest fits uh, for the Twins. You know, it'd be interesting if if we did get an Adamas-Woodruff trade or Adamas-Burns trade, uh, we would be a much, much better team. That would take a significant prospect capital. Almost definitely Lear Lewis moving out. Um but you'd also have a great, uh, a great, a, a great, uh, 
solid foundation for the team, and that would significantly add to the upside uh, of the Twins. Um, you know, Adamas and this next player, I would like to see them trade for. I, I think I think it would definitely add some more excitement. Adamas definitely isn't as big a name as Correa, but if you look at those numbers and those career numbers, uh, like, seriously, what's not to like, guys? Uh, this is literally uh, the definition. Uh, he's just entering his prime as well. We'll get, we'd get his 27 and 28-year-old seasons, um, which would be perfect for the Twins. Um, so, yeah, let's move on to our final target, and that is, I've talked about him before, Glaver Torres. Glaver, uh, we've talked about him before, so or on the show, so it, it, we we won't talk about him a significant amount. But he's a righty. He hit two fifty seven with twenty four home runs last year. Played an excellent defensive second base. Um, you know, it'd be interesting if we moved him back to shortstop. How that would happen? It would be a terrible, terrible infield for sure. Um, but you know, he it's. He's he's a good upgrade for sure. He would definitely help the team. Uh, he'd have a one. He had a one fourteen OPS plus. Uh, he slugged four fifty one, batted two fifty seven, and had a three ten on base percentage. Uh, he had a uh, a WAR of um, uh, what was his WAR? Uh, anyways, uh, he had a WAR of uh, of um, four point one last year. Uh, so played great defense, had great uh, batting average. Um, he hit 24 homers, which, I mean, and drove in 76 runs, which I guess people don't care about that much. Uh, he strikes out a, a lot um, compared to his walks. One, He had 90 more strikeouts than walks last year. Um, defin- uh, definitely doesn't walk that much. Um, but, you know... He's a player. He's a hustler. Maybe he just needs to get out of New York. It'd almost be like Gary Sanchez, um, kind of. Uh, he they have he has he's a free agent after next year, I think. Um, he's slated to make ten million in um, in arbitration value. Um, you know maybe it could be something like moving Tor- Torres over to second and um, maybe DHing Polanco or something when Lewis gets back or maybe they put Lewis in the outfield. It doesn't matter. Honestly, with any of these guys, you just need an extra level in your lineup and you're going to find a way to fit these guys, okay? It's not... Nobody is ever going to complain because you've got the American League All-Star team uh, and then you're also sitting Bryce Harper. You know, it, it, it it's like, okay, you've got such a good team where it doesn't matter anymore. Like, or like almost in, if you look at the, uh, Amer- the America's WBC team, uh, on their bench is like, um, you know, I don't even know who's, like Pete Alonso or whoever, I don't, I don't, th- I don't know, but like that type of player is on their bench, and nobody's ever going to complain that, uh, you know, Will Smith is their backup catcher, because, uh, because because it just means you have that good team in front of him, and it, I think any of these guys would add an excellent, an excellent, 
extra dimension to the Twins lineup. And I think it would get me pretty excited. Uh, I feel like anybody except... I feel like if Adamas would get the general fan base the least excited uh, because he's not as big of a superstar as the rest. But I also think Adamas or Torres is the clearest option. Uh, Probably Adamas would fit the most easily. Um, But any of these guys would help. Um, you know, uh, I, I like, I like all of them. We got Franco, Tatis, Devers, Adamas, Torres. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, first episode of the new year. Uh, December was a bit of a mess just because I was sick. You know, we went on vacation, blah, blah, blah. You get the idea. Uh, but we're going to try to be back on a regular schedule again. And, uh, so yeah, happy new years and I'll see you next time. Oh, wait, I forgot to say. This is Joe, your host on 18, a Minnesota Twins baseball podcast. Follow me on Twitter at 18 Twins Podcast. And now we can leave.